guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. After Halloween 3 with the great sexual Tom Atkins, now we get back to the real shit. And as soon as we got to Halloween 4 to review it, this is the song that I thought of. Well, there goes our copyright for this video. It's okay. Worth it. So, Halloween 4, 10 years after... We look like fucking retarded wild stallions. <laughs> uh, 10 years after the last time we saw Michael Myers, and they gotta bring this whole thing back around. They gotta tell the story again, because that's what the people fucking wanted. They saw Halloween 3, and they said, No thank you, no says I. Pick your butt with a... Feather. Finger. And then smell it. Smell Yankee it. Yankee doodle fucker. It gets you immediately there. Like, it goes like a cool, like, little, like, brisk autumn day. It really puts you immediately into the Halloween feel. Like With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. The fall fuel. He goes to this hospital and there's a security guard that's there and working and he's like, he's such, I, I, the guy's not a bad actor. It's like, uh, you never get used to faces. You never get used to the faces. You don't know what you're talking about. It's crazy. He's that like guy's one of those, fucking awesome. No, he's cool, but it's like one of those guys that really take their job seriously. It's like, dude, you work fucking at McDonald's. It's like, <laughs> you never get used to the faces when they order chicken nuggets at two or three o'clock. It's Raymond O'Connor, dude. He is the one of the best like character actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the best character actor roles in the entire Halloween franchise because he's so fucking into it. When they get in that elevator, he was like, "We had to do this whole backstory. You got to do your exposition." He's like, "We knocked it out in one elevator ride." Because on the way down, he's like, "Yeah, this guy killed so many people on Halloween." and he's a fucking sicko and you gotta see what these people do and he told the whole story on the way down in an amazing fucking way. That was a cool way they did it. That yeah. dude was awesome. Well they put you right back into the you know, the Michael Myers feel like this kind of tension building thing and I do like you know as they're going to get Michael Myers the, this, this security guard is uh, you know explaining all this stuff and then you know the one ambulance guy is like Jesus hey hey Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this place. And I was like, all right, calm down. Like, you work at Taco Bell at McDonald's. Like, but, it, but, you know, it is. It's cool, though. And then when they walk in, you know, the doctor's standing over the body, the crisp burned part of Michael Myers. You only see, you know he's crispy. And then right after that scene, it, it, like, a high fucking motion, ready to go, Cypress Hill, let's fucking smoke some weed and do some dope and fucking do rap songs. Uh-huh. Uh, it goes, you know, the bump, 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 you know, all the, the yeah, great dude. Halloween score comes in. When as they're rushing in and it's raining outside and, lightning and, is, and then that, that score comes on, that scene is sick as fuck. And yeah. it's got one of the best death scenes in it, too, because when Michael awakens in the back of the ambulance, he's like, uh, I feel like that's the, I feel like that's when uh, Ozzy Osbourne, like, really turns it on. Like, he's like, <laughs> son! It was off to such a great start. And the opening, which, by the way, is inspired, I'm sure, as you guys know, our uh, this month's Halloween Horror Month intro, uh, the opening just sets the tone for it. Atmosphere mm -hmm. and fuck yeahness because you come. It's, it's just got this just deep, deep, dark Halloween. Atmosphere. It's one of my. It's it's definitely one of my favorite entries into the Halloween series overall. Like you've got Halloween one, which is classic and everybody loves that one. Uh, to me, it's Halloween one, and then it's probably six, and then four is right behind it. But four, it, I could even argue. Four. Save it for the ranking video, you fuck. I uh, didn't know we don't have to do one. It, it just makes you want to put a mask on and go stab fucking people that deserve it. <laughs> and it's a lot of people's favorites. I have a four. lot of fucking problems with this movie though, uh, and it. It's, the, the 
backstories behind this movie is crazy because Tom Morgan is actually the guy who was originally cast to play Michael Myers, mm-hmm. right? And he's the guy that you see in the gas station with the gauze on because the gas station scene in Halloween. That's why one. That's well, top. I think that's the best scene in the movie. It's the best scene in the movie. It's probably one of the best scenes in the Halloween franchise yeah. because you know Loomis finds out this shit's going on. He goes out there. You've got this great face off where Michael's not even wearing the mask. He kills the dude uh, underneath the car with the. <laughs> and then uh, he I goes, quit this job. <laughs> and Lewis shows up to this gas station, and it's such a cool setting for for this for this moment. He goes in, and then you've got the classic line that has built half of our fucking channel with the "God damn you, God damn you, Michael." Yeah. Uh, but you do have it's one of the unique uh, scenes too because it's the first time really. I know they have a brief moment in Halloween Two where, where Loomis kind of talks to Michael, but in this one you actually see him trying to communicate with whatever's left inside of Michael to tell him to stop and not go back to Haddonfield and you want a victim, take me, but not getting through to him and then realizing in that defeat, like there's nothing left that I can communicate with and saying, God damn you, Michael. and trying. Now the only part that got to me is Michael somehow fucking Warlock Houdini's his ass out of that fucking place and, and Loomis is staring straight at him and he's like, <laughs> And then he's gone. Like, it's fucking magic. Like, how did he do that? Like, if Loomis had blinked or moved or something, like, maybe. But I never understood. Like, he shoots, and then Michael's just gone. But he was talking about that, saying he was like, initially, I was supposed to take the shot from Michael, go back, hit some plates, and fall down. He's like, now, when that scene happened, and by the way, the camera shot in that scene is (coughs) fucking amazing. When you see Michael in the doorway, and it's like, whoop. You know? And that, that was so fucking well done. But uh, initially, he takes a shot and falls down, but they, 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 they changed that. But he was talking about this scene, and there's a bunch of crazy shit that went on behind the scenes of this movie <clears> that just boggles my mind. Uh, the, the guy who was doing the special effects for this was, was and after all the problems he went through, he was like, I retired. This was my last movie I did, because it was so fucked Based up. Based on what you told me, I would too. It's crazy. Like So he's, he's on set, and the producers show up on set around this point, right? And they're like, well, uh, uh, we want Michael's eyes bigger. Now, the, the mask, it, we'll get into all the stuff with the mask. Mask, but originally, when he ordered the Don Post mask, he's like, "I want the original Shatner mold, right? I want that. I want that to go off of." Um, so they send him the mask, and when he opens them, they're pink. They're pink faces, and they have bright blonde hair, which you'll see later in the movie, and we'll get into. But surfers from San Francisco, you can't fucking get rid of them. So they're like, we had to spray paint these, which is why they look kind of splotchy when it's going on. But anyway, the, the producer shows up on set, and they're like, we want you to open up the eyes a little bit. The eye, we have problems with the eyes, the way they look. There was a big fucking fuss about the... Even Daniel Harris remembered everybody fighting about the mask. Mm-hmm. So, and he's like, you know, we I can't do that, because if I did that, I'd have, I'm going to have to put glue inside the masks, and uh, Tom's going to get sick, and he's going to pass out, and he's going to hurt himself. So he refused to do it. So... He said the producer, I didn't say which one it was, but he fired him on the spot in front of the crew and everybody. Now there was a writer for Fangoria that was there covering it, and the writer apparently went up to him and said, look, if you don't hire him back right now, I'm not going to cover your movie at all. So he said within 30 minutes, they called me back to my trailer where I was gathering my stuff and said, you're rehired to do the movie. But Tom Morgan never got brought back. And Tom Morgan said which scenes he did, which was all the scenes of the scenes in the gauze that you see, which I thought he did a fantastic <laughs> fucking job. Great, yeah. He kills uh, Cops Do It By The Book Chick with the shotgun, which was a great scene as well. Mm. Um, but nevertheless, this is where Drew... He did it viciously, too. So I think that was yeah. the moment he got fired and got rehired. Bitch! <laughs> but they it never... Like it was vicious. They, you know, they never rehired Tom Morgan. Instead, this is where it comes into play. And we'll get into all that. But yeah, the, the gas station scene is one of the best. Loomis, he, he's the one who drove the truck out, actually. He drives the truck out. Loomis, there's a big explosion. It also uh, sets the phone cords or whatever on fire or the electrical cords on fire so he can't call and notify. Of course he does. Just my fucking luck. Works out perfectly. Now that lends to another crazy cool scene and this is, I, 
<laughs> we've all felt like this in life. Like I've had a moment like this um, recently uh, where I felt this way, just this trash. You didn't pay your fucking phone bill? This, this, this disregard as a human being, and it's just weird, and it almost doesn't have a place in the movie, but I'm so glad it exists. Loomis is walking, and he's like, fuck it, I'll walk. <laughs> he's walking oh, yeah, to Haddonfield, and then you got these cheerleaders that pull over, and Loomis is all tired and shit, and they're like, yeah, come on, come on. And he's like, ah. Fucking bitches. <laughs> he goes, and then these fucking assholes drive off and leave him in the dust. Now, that's when you get crazy old preacher. I, I, well, that whole scene just reminded me of my high school experience. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, it's all good and shit. And like, hey, come over here. It's like, oh, fucking sucker, loser. Okay, go, go back the law bro. I was like, I will. One day you'll be sorry. I'll fucking invent the microchip. <laughs> Shit, it was already invented. <laughs> uh, but yeah. They, yeah, and the trucker dude is like, I go down it by the mountain. He's one of the greatest character actors again in Halloween history. Like, he, he shows up and he's like, he's like, oh, you're a pilgrim, all right? Yeah. I, like, sit, I saw it the first time when you're setting the smoke. <laughs> uh, by the way, I want to point out, though, uh, we also, this is the very beginning of super crazy Loomis. Like, Loomis has lost his shit oh, yeah. at this point. And not fully yet, but he has got to a point where he's at that wall and he's going to climb over it and shit on it before he leaves it. He is going to be crazy, but I like when, when he gets in the car with that dude and the guy's like, oh, you're hunting it. You're definitely, he's like, what exactly are you hunting? Like, it's like, he, he like, oh, are you hunting Michael too? Like, no, it's just a random guy that you just ran into. But hunting people though. Yeah, but he thought like, oh, we're, we're connected for once. And they drank together. You I know. get to see Loomis <laughs> take a drink and then when that dude starts singing, you get to see one of those rare Loomis smiles where like, like mm. It's like Loomis is holding a fart in. He's like, mm. okay. Uh, uh, by the <laughs> way, I, I want to point out, um, Really fast because it was early on in the film we didn't mention it, but when um, you also get introduced really early on to Jamie, which is played by Daniel Harris, which is the daughter of Laurie Strode, and Jamie Lloyd is the uh, young kid that is a, a foster kid. She sees like the ambulance and all that stuff before Michael breaks out or whatever. She's having visions of it. Now the only thing that got me with it, that's fine. Like I, I get, I, you know, I can work with the supernatural angle. The whole thing with Michael and this is. Purely supernatural, anyway. Um, the only problem I had with that, though, the whole scene is that she's already aware of his fuck, him having a mask. He didn't even have a mask yet; like he was still in bandages. But yeah, she. So this fucking girl's got like goddamn futuristic powers. She's an oracle. That, she needs to be on fucking Phil Donahue tomorrow. She knew what he wanted. Oh god, I would get the fucking lotto tickets from you, JB. Uh, but yeah, so she. I hated that part because it felt like such a. It was cool to see Michael Myers really early and like you know the bedroom scene, which by the way they do pay homage to that in the 2018 Halloween movie with the door creaking open, the closet door. That is all Halloween 4 in that scene. And it's cool to see Michael, but he does look like fucking Data from Star Trek. I cannot get over yeah. that. He looks like Data. Mask is terrible, dude. If they would, uh, this movie, and I love this movie. Oh, and it's, I will command you all to kill Doty. It's grown so much <laughs> on me. Like the first time we did these reviews, like five years ago, man, from then to now, this movie's grown on me so fucking yeah, much. So like, I really do love this movie, but it botches my asshole every fucking time like if they would have just gotten the mask right this would have been 
way better. Like, the whole movie would have been so much better, but that mask is shit. It's got that, that shitty fucking Party City surprise face. Like, when he sits up yeah. in bed in the dream sequence and he looks at her, he's like, what? <laughs> you know, it's just so fucking terrible. It's like, it, he kind of looks like that that moment when, like, if you were in bed with a chick and you're like, you didn't want it in your butt? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, he looks like someone just put it in his butt. He's like, whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it's very data Star Trek to me, and, and like, again, that sucks, the whole idea that Jamie already saw it, and, you know, he doesn't have a fucking mask yet. Like, how do you know that Michael's gonna go with the original white mask? He might want to be look like Ronald Reagan. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like maybe he wants to wear a like, werewolf mask. And he does. How do you know, Jamie? <laughs> what are you not telling me, Jamie? He does Cookie it. woman. Cookie woman. <laughs> he does eventually steal the mask and he, and he puts the mask back on and that. And that's but that's just a tidbit. Get, but, but it's no, I'm with you. And then Jamie's hole. character is she's Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, right? Mm. And apparently they're just like, oh, she fucking died in a car wreck. You know, her character a little bit. I'm just also gonna point out. Daniel Harris is a great actress and I like her, but there's a little bit over dramatic shit with that she was doing. She I was don't like, think so. I no. mean, when she was like talking to, uh, like, now I will also point out that Rachel's kind of a bitch in this moment because she is a pure bitch at this point. At the very beginning, uh, you know, when she's seeing the ambulance across the street, she had this vision point. She was like, Do you love me, Rachel? Like a real sister? She's like, Jamie, we've already been, you're not my sister. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was I kind of awkward too. hate you, shit nugget. <laughs> like, it, it was like, you could have just been like, Yeah, I love you like a real sister. Like, I don't understand where there was a problem there to say that, but. Uh, the, the dramatic scenes, it was like, you know, like the next morning when Rachel wants to go out and, you know, go with her boyfriend and, and get some kind of lingus. She's like, How about that, Rachel? That little girl needs all the love that you can That sounds like my fucking dad. And all you can think about is yourself. You're damn right, because I want a fucking dick. Uh, but no, but she was like, Everybody hates me. If it wasn't for me, Rachel could go out. And then she runs off. I was like, just stop. You well, know what? She's a little kid. I know, but if I was nine years old, I, I was with, like, older, like, I was with uh, guys. They'd be like, uh, No, no, bitch. Let up be a little hoe. <laughs> Sit down, have some Wheaties. I want to say this about Daniel Harris as a kid, and uh, in, in, in four and five. Like every single time I watch this, I'm actually like just. I'm shocked to shit at how great she is. This She's year. a great actor. The crying yeah. scenes, the shit she has to go through. I thought. She's one of the best child actors, and I'm just gonna say this, I think she's one of the best child actors I've ever seen. And I think her performance in these movies, even though people love it, I, I still think it's insanely underrated. Like, Better than Dead Body Ducci? The, I don't think so. <laughs> the emotion that she brought, and like that, like I felt for her, like I felt fucking terrible for this little girl who's already an orphan, and now she has to go through all this shit, and the mm. shit she keeps having to go through. She was amazing in this movie, man, and five, I thought she was. But yeah, and there's, there's that whole family thing, and then, because Ellie Cornell's character, Rachel, wants to go out, and she likes Brady, then you get introduced, and this is one of the best cast too in all the movies like this cast is amazing yeah um the, the sheriff is amazing what's his name uh sheriff earl uh, Brantley, ben, uh, ben meeker meeker yeah uh, he's a great sheriff he's replaced he's like bracket's gone he's gone thousands of miles away and retired or whatever but ben meeker does an amazing job the his interactions with loomis and you get a great uh some more great dialogue from loomis here when loomis finally shows up and he talks about all the things that michael is and, and it's like hell wouldn't have him I, I think I, immediately they go like, again. It, it, this movie doesn't really stop. It, it go. It keeps you in the action and it keeps it going. Like, but they they build the tension well and they build a backstory for some of the characters pretty uh, well enough that you like them and they're likable characters. So that's that's one thing that this movie has going for. It. And after ten years returning to the franchise, I mean, you, to me the movie's a home run. Like overall, like what they've done and, and keeping the audience like filled in with uh, these backstories that you're kind of and then just kind of reintroducing other characters. I mean. I don't know. I, I think it's great. And then having this new character, the sheriff, who immediately, like, after Dr. Loomis is explaining to him, like, hey, Michael broke out and he's going to, you know, starts, you know, killing some pumpkins. And he's like, 
Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Shut it down. Lock it down. <laughs> Spread it up. And it's not like, you know, Sheriff Brackett was like, I don't believe you. I smoke weed in the day. And he's like, no, you don't understand. But now it's like immediately he's like, yeah, I understand. I know what's going down. Meeker's full on underrated in both these movies, man. I, I think he did a fantastic job. And it'd be really cool, really fucking cool to see uh, some of the new Halloween movies at some point because they're going to do sequels because it's right. going to be fucking amazing. Um, it'd be really cool for them to bring back the Meeker character. And then you have his daughter, Kelly, and then you got the classic fuck off Wade scene. Cause they go to the gas station uh, where Michael gets the mask and all this shit's going on. And the kids, uh, like I love the kids in this, like I love all the actor actors in this movie, but they're all talking, he's like, yeah man, go hit on her. I was like, I bet you 10 bucks you won't. And he goes up to her and she's like, fuck off Wade. <laughs> I loved his, at I loved how he was, like his attitude was confident at first though. Cause he's like, he's like checking himself out. He's like, he's like, time has gotta be primo. <laughs> and he's like, 10 bucks says you're a pussy out. He's like, you're a chicken. He's like, $10? Okay. He's like, she got, goes, her daddy don't scare me. <laughs> I love Brady's reaction to her being like, I have to babysit. Like, they're making out, and he's like, well, you could have fucking called me. Like, I had to make plans. She's Jesus like, Christ, Rachel, it's already five o'clock. I was like, you know what? I kind of side with him. In this moment, I side with him. Like, you could have called. So he goes after the middle, middle, little Miss Hot Pants. Hot Pants was looking good, though, and he was doing Cops one of these. The I book. like how he did one of these. He was like, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad, but I am fucking mad. Look at that ass. That fireplace scene where she's on top of him and she's like, she takes off her bra. He's like, I think I'm in heaven. But he was like, I was looking forward to that scene and I was all nervous about it. And then we're sitting there. He's like, but by the end of it with the mic guy and everybody standing there, I was like, just get off me. No, <laughs> like, dude. Like, like, just stay at longer. At some point though, like, would you keep going after I go? It hurts. I've had three Mountain Dews in me and I'm getting it going. <laughs> the one thing that happened in this movie that is just, it, it can't happen. I don't understand why they wouldn't show this or film this. When uh, Meeker takes Dr. Loomis back to the police station because they're not getting any kind of communication after they go on the hunt for Michael, uh, it, you know, it's been ruined. I mean, it's been fucked up. And there's one dude, like, laying between, like, his head's been ripped off. His arm's been cut off. Like, dude, it's like, that looked like the coolest fucking Terminator scene from <laughs> 1984, and you just left it out. Like, I swear to God, they filmed that shit. Some guy got goddamn drunk on bourbon and was like, oh, so fucking delete. And then he's like, what happened to this? He's like, well, I feel like artistically, it just doesn't work for the film. Ruined it. That would have been so, like, I'm mad, like, it would you know, you know that scene in Halloween 6 where the lights come, you know, so strobe effect? Yeah. Just to see that shit it in Halloween like 4 that. with Michael just cutting through fucking the police station yeah. and, sh you know, screwing shit up, man. Bonerific city yeah. for all of us. Y'all fucked up on that. And one then you know, sure. if you you get the cool like little moment where Meeker and, and Loomis have like, what are we dealing with him? What is it? And he's like, even. And he's like, okay, well that just solved everything. And then they run outside. They run into the posse, you know, from the bar. Oh, and, I love those guys. Yeah, and the, you know, the posse are like. What the hell's going on? Phone just don't ring at a police, police station. station. No how, no way. No way, no how. God name it. Well, Earl, come fuck. on. And he's like, Michael Myers. He's back. He's like, Michael Myers. God, I kill that motherfucker. They kill some poor innocent guy in the bushes. And then Michael. And I do like, I do like the Loomis thing when he was telling. He's like, it, you know, Meeker's like, you just created a lich mob. He's like, you don't have a police force. <laughs> I was like, like Lewis is trying to explain, like, I might be crazy, motherfucker, but I'm strategic as shit. I'm Aaron Rodgers, and I will win this game. <laughs> Look. 
I remember that night very well. Yeah. Take a good look. Behind me, there he goes back 12 years. <laughs> but you know, but again, I, I mean, we'll get into the, the posse, but really, man, that scene, that it always feels like something that was really left out overall. It does. It's like if, if they did Batman versus Superman and left out that fucking warehouse scene. Yeah. It'd be like, what the shit? Yeah, dude, that would have been so cool to see. But again, like, uh, in my head, I'm like, how did you do that? I, like, I always I, make up stories. I like, I think Michael poked around the police station a little bit. That, like, that's the kind of fan film someone should make. I mean, he did, like, someone should make that fan film. I think that, I think Michael Myers did some John Wick. Like, he took the, the butcher's knife and was like, like slicing bullets <laughs> in the air. The scene in the school that happens is Michael shows up and he's got the white hair and the pink mask, one of the fucked up. I like how nobody thought that no one would notice that. That's what they said. In the, in the behind the scenes for the movie, they were like, the director was like, yeah, I think what happened was that someone was sent to get a mask and they grabbed one of the old masks, one of the wrong masks, and we were all just so tired that nobody noticed it. And I'm you're like, on a goddamn you're movie. making fucking yeah. Halloween and it's nobody noticed he was fucking pink with white hair? <laughs> and I saw that shit. I was like, it looks like fucking Albert Einstein just created the fucking atomic it's, bomb. He's like, what? No, what? <laughs> He's like, he was like, if we had more money or time, we probably should have gone back and reshot that. I was like, you think he's fine? Also, I do like the fact that after he throws Loomis out like like yesterday's trash out the window, he's like, fuck you. And Loomis like, eh. And he goes out. Like, Loomis is in there with Jamie and then out just as quick. <laughs> he's like, I'll protect you. I do like that part where he was. she's like, you don't really believe that, do you? He's like, no. <laughs> like, Loomis doesn't give a shit. He's like, don't worry. It'll, all be, it'll be okay if we can get in this room. He's like, you don't really believe that, do you? He's like, no. <laughs> You're going to die a terrible death. Jamie Lloyd runs and tries to hide or whatever. And she's like accepting the fate at this point. She looks down the hallway. Michael's gone. And then when she walks down a little bit, she sees Michael at the top of the, uh, of the steps. Like, Michael ran up the steps to make it more dramatic. He was like, I look cooler up this way. Like I, I don't know why they did that for. Because why? Why would Michael? When it's a clear shot, you just got rid of Doctor Loomis. You could just walk her down and kill her. She just goes against the wall, like is curled up. But he wanted to, I guess, like scare her. Like I don't know. Like I'm gonna tease you. And you've also you've got you've got the classic, you know, the rooftop scene, all the stuff that. That's went I didn't like that scene. You know, I didn't like that scene, and I didn't like the scene that followed it either, with with a with a truck chase where Michael's been hiding underneath the fucking. Truck. Yeah, he's like, you you got you got to get that shit clean, bro. You know, George P. Wilbur sounds like the nicest guy ever, and like he sounds like such a cool guy. But if I'm just being honest, like I, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm just I'm really not a fan of the mask. I'm not a fan of the way Michael was portrayed in this movie. Uh, with the, ex the exception of moments, uh, one of the coolest moments in the fucking movie is Brady. When Brady, oh, that, the fight sequence in the house that's the so cool, is fucking man. cool. As it, hell, they yeah. meet at the apex of the steps with a window in front of him, and and he he actually tries to fight Michael to his credit. You know? <laughs> he shot to shoot him, and he misses. He's like, "You're a terrible shot." <laughs> <laughs> but when Michael picks him up and breaks his fucking face bone, that. that, that it was fucking nasty and good. You've also got another electrician kill, uh, just like there. There's gonna be. Oh, I, I did like curse. There's a scene when uh, Rachel is talking to the deputy, and in the corner you see the mask kind of appear for a second. Mm -hmm. It's like that scene from Halloween One where the mask comes out of the shadow and then it goes back. That looked cool, and it did look like the original mask in that moment. Uh, and with certain lighting, again, the mask isn't bad. But the scene in in the in the power plant area. 
the way I don't know if it was the way they lit it or the way that it, you know they shot it. He looks pretty uh, demented and he looks vicious. And that's one thing I will say about this movie. You get to see finally the viciousness of Michael Myers. Like Halloween one and two, he was vicious, but this one is really showcasing his Sid viciousness. Like he's fucking taking on Hulk Hogan, and he will have the belt. Like he doesn't. They're like just the, the death scenes themselves. Like you know, punching his fucking finger through the guy's uh, yeah. you know forehead, crunching Brady's face. All that stuff is showcasing a viciousness of Michael that has not been seen before. <laughs> As we as we move forward, like with the truck chase scene, when the malicious taking the girls to safety or whatever, and then Michael's just been hanging on the side of the thing like the fucking creeper from Jeepers Creepers too, and he he just pops up like. <laughs> he's like crawl up there too. He's like, God damn, it's hot under there. <laughs> yeah. And then he's karateing people in the back of this truck, and it's so goofy looking. And just his movements and the way he moves, he's like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. like just I hated that so much. And it was he was so wonky. And then like that, like you, you mean to tell me this guy's in the back of a pickup truck? Uh, as unbelievable that, as that is to begin with. And he's literally fighting with and killing and throwing people off the truck right next to this guy. The guy, the next guy is right here, and he's just like. Well, let me tell you what I think was unbelievable. The fact that they had a Dodge truck and not a Ford. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't I know just, what kind of vehicle. I hated those scenes so much, and I thought Michael looked terrible. I thought the mask looked terrible. I thought the movements Did he look like He looked like his. he didn't have a neck, and he was like... Yeah, he was like... Like, fucking hated it. But, you know, also... When and when he's on top of the truck and and there, you know, he does get that cool death scene where he breaks the guy's fucking face off. Like that's cool, but um, you know, he just look. You're right. It looks very goofy. Look cartoony yeah. or something when he's on top and he's trying to hold on or like Scooby Doo Adventures. Yeah. And then she slams the brake and he rolls off of it. He rips her sweater seven fucking times. I know that's a, right. that's a durable ass sweater. <laughs> she got that cold. And then when he gets up, I mean. Nothing what? against Wilbur. Yeah, it just it comes off, and I know what he was going for. He he was going for that unstoppable killer thing. But when he gets up, it, it, look, there's Nick Castle did it so smoothly in the first one. The way he sets up and the way that he moves, it's liquid. It's like a liquid motion. The way that he stands up, not that there's anything wrong with it. He moved all right throughout the film, and I mean I can't believe I'm critiquing a guy. Uh, you don't look like a serial killer, like. Uh, but he does. He kind of it, it goes like it's fucking RoboCop moving. And then when the car's running at him, I know it's Michael. Myers and but even Michael Myers is smart enough to know I'm not gonna fucking win this fight. It's a goddamn <laughs> truck. Like I mean, I'm not gonna be able to stand here. And it's gonna break against me like it's Twilight. And then he flies into the woods like a fucking. Like, yeah. it just looked terrible. And it, it, it looked like it, not only the, the way he looked, he it looked like he had no neck. And I guess the way that the the clothes fell on him, it looked like he was like wide, like a fucking flat. Pe you know those. Um, like if you if you laid a kite out flat and you wore it, it was just like <laughs> okay, it was just it looked weird. It looked I, like I don't someone know. put a scarecrow inside of the the Myers outfit and was like moving. But I don't know if that's because it looked shit or if it was because it was shot shit. Like it could have been yeah. shot at an angle that just was not you know pleasing to the eye, and that's yeah. why it looked kind of like crap. Yeah. But either way, I didn't like that either. But yeah, so so he goes in the woods and then the, the cops all convene on him and they they fucking blow. By, him by the way, did you notice that when the when the posse was running and and they see the state troopers coming at them and they, they, they you know they start shitting. The, the, the shotgun, yeah. one cop car stops. The other one just keep going. They're like, <laughs> fucking Dunkin' Donuts is having a cell. <laughs> like three cop cars keep going and you can... 
and they see it. Those are the two cops from Halloween 5. Yeah. That'd be us. <laughs> be like, hey, man, let's just keep going. Saving lives. That's what we do, and we love it. Uh, but, yeah, so then you get and, – and I like the death in the sense that it – if you're watching this and you're thinking about Michael Myers and you're thinking about different ways he could die, what would happen? Him standing there and taking a barrage of these gigantic fucking weapons like fucking Rambo, yeah, and just getting blown up. And we've made jokes about this hundred times where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he does, he does the electric boogie until he finally falls down to an elevator or a fucking water shaft. well shaft or something. Yeah. And then, and then, so what I also, what by the I, way, I also you didn't point that out before that even happened. When she tells fucking Jamie to stay in the car, this is what I'm talking about, dude. This is where it's badly written. She runs out there after this thing has been trying to kill you and killed a lot of people. You went out there to grab his fucking hand. Oh, I want to see what his fingernails look like. <laughs> Are they clean or dirty? That's apparently when he rubs off on her. Like, oh my god, uh, that was one of the worst fucking. We'll get into that with home. five. Yeah, but so and the, and the, and the ending of this movie, like for this movie, for that moment, it's like holy shit, that's shocking. I didn't see this twist coming. But as a series whole, as like fitting it into the script, this is where they really started to fuck up the story yep. really really the last, badly like 15 minutes first off loomis shows up and after loomis constantly like uh, one of the great scenes by the way is uh when he kills all the people in the ambulance and everybody's like uh he must be dead he's like he, he was like tommy lee jones in the fugitive he's like he's not fucking dead he's chosen for haddonfield like nobody would believe him if was, you don't find him i'm sure i will <laughs> great scene and that it was shot well too like yeah. when he goes into the water um but after all this of Loomis being the only one who realizes how unstoppable Michael is and that he can't be dead, they don't find a body. They don't look for a body, it felt like. They don't do anything. And Loomis just shows up and he's like, yeah, the evil is gone. He's dead. Finally, he's dead. You know, like Loomis just gives in to the theory that he's dead because he saw him get shot a whole bunch. It seems like Loomis would be way more hard to please Well, than Loomis would want to see a body. Like, yeah. Loomis would want them to recover the body and then chop the motherfucker up into bits. And it's not, of course, it's not Pleasant Sir Loomis' fault. That was just bad writing right there uh, by the guy who wrote it, which, which I thought did some I think they, I, great I think, writing in this movie. I think they were just trying to end it yeah. at that point because they were like, "Well, if we keep stretching this, I don't even know what I'm doing yeah. now." But then, so uh, Jamie goes upstairs and um, she's she's wearing the clown outfit, um, and she she goes up and she she picks up the scissors and she stabs her stepmom. You know why she did that? Because that fucking thing was too hot. <laughs> the fires of hell is hotter, and, and she doesn't kill her. A lot of people, including myself, I forget that she doesn't actually yeah, kill right her. She just stabs her. She stabs her. She comes out and she's standing there, and then Loomis. And it's great acting by Donald Pleasance mm. in the scene, but he sees her and he tries to shoot her because she's standing at the top of the steps with the, with the scissors. He tries to shoot her and then... Uh, you know why? Because she, they don't have insurance. He can't, <laughs> he can't afford to therapize her. <laughs> and then Sheriff Meeker stops him and then uh, Loomis, he, he gives the perfect face of the painful shit. Like the worst shit. Like he's he like... Does, yeah. <laughs> I think it was just Donald Pleasance knowing it's not going to end. Like, I, I was coming back to Halloween 4. I kind of maybe want to do something else. He's but. like, well, this is the face I had when I read this in the script. I'm just going to repeat it again. It, you know, despite that being a, a shit-tastic fucking turd bucket, it was at least shot decent. I mean, they had some good acting in that moment. I mean, it was like, it was dumb as fuck. The I mean, writer, it was dumb. The writer actually said, I thought it was really, really disappointing that they didn't continue on with I don't want to see Jamie as a fucking mini killer. That's what he said. He's like, I thought we set it up perfectly for her, for, for to what? carry on the franchise no. with her as the killer. Nobody wants and to see And he was that. like, and I'm really disappointed to this day that they didn't go with it. Like, I don't want to see You did it. some great shit in this movie, man, and, and, and you you probably don't get a lot of credit for it, and, and you should, but you're wrong on that. Jamie should have never been the fucking killer. That was killer. the worst idea. That sent this, this 
the whole franchise riding into a tailspin. Yeah, that's like you being drunk at four o'clock in the morning and your hooker girlfriend telling you like, maybe you should have the little girl have to be the killer. That sounds like a great idea. It's like, yeah, I missed. Oh, I love that Coke. Fuck. It sounds like a great idea. <laughs> no, that's oh. terrible. That was a fucking dumb shit idea. I'm sorry, man. And I'm not trying to be mean at you, but I am because you all, if that had gone that way, you'd be personally responsible for derailing that shit and yeah. fucking making it terrible. Fix the mask, take out that scene, a tiny fix here and there. Um, and this movie would have been so much better than it was. As it stands though, it's still an 8.0 out of 10 for me. One of the best uh, entries in a Halloween franchise. The number one, my most favorite thing about this movie is it feels like Halloween every shot, every moment, more than any of the other films. 8.0 for me too. I think it's one of those films that really gets you into the Halloween spirit. If you didn't even want, like, I don't know why you would not want to, but if you didn't want to watch Halloween 1 and 2, you could watch Halloween 4 and still feel like in that fall moment. And, and you know, some people would. I guess they want to. It's like Rocky 4. Yeah, like, yeah, I love fucking Rocky 4. It's, a, it's like an updated retelling of the story in a way that's pleasing to not only long uh, lifelong fans, but new fans as well, because you can watch that film and be like, oh man, I want to go fucking trick or treat later. I'm going to, you know, steal kids' candy bags. I don't even care that I'm fucking over 30. I'm going to do it. Because why not? But yeah, it does. It, 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 de it definitely does give you that fall feel. Michael's back. He's vicious as ever. Like, Michael is. This is the first time, like I said, that he takes a step up and goes vicious as fuck in this. And you see some really cool death scenes. You got some good acting performances from Donald Pleasance, uh, Daniel Harris. And overall, like, I think they did a phenomenal job with bringing it back 10 years later without John Carpenter at the helm or even John Carpenter as a producer in this. Uh, and doing a uh, you know a good job um, overall. Like there are some issues with it. The ending definitely could have been cut out. Even if you just ended it with them driving away into the night and Michael falling down that shaft, I would have been happy with that. Like it might not have been the greatest ending. It'd be better than the extra shit they tacked on. So yeah. 8.0 overall. Fuck yeah, man! Yeah. Comment down below with your yeah. thoughts. The Halloween train keeps moving on. We'll be back soon with a review of Halloween Falls. Mm. I snorted. Can't wait for it. We love your fucking faces. And if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some. Damn wham up in you. You guys like Cheez-Its? Do you? You like Cheez-Its? In your fucking butt. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. Yeah. You know what? We did a review. We watched a movie. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.